Cal. This is episode 15 of Hog and the Mike. We are going to talk about your first place Washington Redskins today. I'm your host, Max Bacon, with your other host, Kenny Alvo. Two hosts, no Eddie. Eddie is gone for the day. He's been kicked off the show. He he gave us too much negativity, so we decided to get rid of him. Kicked off. This is the Max and Kenny show. <laughs> I'm not sure what Eddie's doing today, but uh, I'm sure he's I'll tell you what he's doing. sad somewhere. He, he got so sad that Kirk Cousins played so well that the, all those potato chips in that beard overtook his life, and he no longer wants to do the podcast. <laughs> so he's like bad Santa now. He's like somewhere at a random <laughs> shopping mall. Just screaming at children with salad in his mouth. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we do have a first-place Washington Redskins team, and next week against Philadelphia, it is win and in. Oh, God, I'm already I'm already nervous. I can't take this. I didn't think I'd ever be here at this point, in the, at, at any point in the season, and we're looking at playoffs. Like, there's probably a 75% chance we make the playoffs. Yeah, and That's week insane. sixteen. Week sixteen is insane. I mean, it. You, we can have a week to rest if we win this week. That's. I think that's the funniest part of the situation is the Redskins. The Redskins. These seven and seven Washington Redskins could rest their starters during a week of the season, and it wouldn't matter. That. I mean, we could use it. We had a couple um, injuries on the offensive line that are supposedly day to day. So hopefully um, we win this week, have a week to heal, and looks like we'll be taking on Seattle, who hopefully would uh, cool off by then. I was going to say, let's let's cool our jets for a second and, and not start predicting who we're going to play, even though I've already done that uh, like on paper in my mind <laughs> with the kids I teach. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm just looking – I'm trying to get in the mindset that the season, you know, it, it, it ends Saturday – no matter what. like, And I don't want to think about what happens after because then my hopes get up. I just want to say Saturday is the end of the season. That's it. I'm with you. We win, we end happy, and if we lose, it it ends on the worst note ever, but that's it. Yeah, that's true. Um, As far as if, for whatever reason, it doesn't end on Saturday, then we have to have things go our way. So I want to see us win, I want to see us rest, and I want to see us go to the playoffs. But we'll talk a little bit later about um, what would have to happen if we did so happen to lose for us to still get in the playoffs. But for now, let's talk about that awesome Buffalo Bills game. Kenny, you were there. What is your thoughts? I'll tell you this. Uh, I know, and RIP Eddie Jenkins, your thoughts are in our prayers. (laughs) Uh, Now I'm going with he passed away. Uh, That, so... I don't know if you – I think you've read the articles. I don't know if, if anyone was watching it on TV and saw it. But they had the graphic of you like that up on the big screen. And it only came about two-thirds through the game, I think. I don't think I saw it there until we were way up and Kirk was having the best game. And I know – I don't want, I don't like to be that guy that takes credit to start entire chants. But definitely in my section, I started a you like that chant. And I know you were you were asking about that, Max. And I, I did hear it in other parts of the stadium, which probably were the more the, the ones you could hear on TV. But the you like that chant, I I want that to become a thing. That was 
I love Kirk Cousins having a thing. I don't know if you read this. He uh, or I think it was his Facebook status. Maybe you even sent this. I don't even know. But his his status after the game was there's three things I like after a victory, and it's like going to some restaurant. And number two is like hearing fans chant, "You like that." And he's like, me liking that. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. So he, he apparently stops at some um, Steak and Shake's Shack, something oh, like steak that. Sh- steak, yeah, it was uh, Steak and Shake. Yeah, he said he, uh, that people, he was asked in the media um, whether he wants to be a member of the Redskins next year. And, you know, of course, he gives the typical, I don't really want to talk about that right now. We're concentrated on Philly. But he said, I like driving through this city. He said, the reason I stopped by there, he said, I like to take note of the Capitol building, just what a great city this is. And I'd like to think that I'd be wanted here next year. I want to be where I'm wanted. And the way he's playing, I don't think anybody wants to see him go. I would be extremely sad if he left right now. I've heard, I've heard a rumor or two through, through quote unquote sources, just through online articles, basically that there, there are, Sources within the Redskins organization that they're thinking about signing him to a pretty hefty contract, which I'm still not sure I'm okay with, because I don't want to see a six-year, $80 million contract with Kirk Cousins. Full of Nick Foles. Um, Yes, unless it's completely backloaded or incentive-loaded. Right. But in this day and age, you know, you're probably paying him $10 million a year anyway at that point. I want still the, the I, I'd like a three year contract uh, with Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't be that upset if it was a big one, but you know he still has a lot to prove in the NFL. I think he's we I mean, we went through a half a season of RG three being the best thing since sliced bread, and look where he is now. So you know we're, we've gone through now almost half a season, if not a little more, of Kirk Cousins being the temporary answer to the, to the Washington Redskins. And I think he's earned himself a two or three year contract max. Yeah, for sure. They, the thing about the NFL is it's like, if you get a hint that you have a quarterback that could be something special, you have to hold on to that because finding a quarterback that's special in the NFL is like finding a needle in a haystack. So if you think you found that needle, you're going to take care of it. You're going to make sure it stays around. You're not going to drop it again. So I think they'll pay him. Um, if he doesn't want to sign a deal, I think they'll franchise tag him. Um, he'll, he'll be a Washington Redskin next year, no matter what. So I, I would put money. I'd put a lot of money on that. He'll be our starting quarterback next year. And it's not even going to be like a, oh, are they going to do it? It depends on the money. It'll be at they're, they're waiting for the season to end because they don't want to deal with contracts during the season. And within a month or two, whenever they get their lawyers together, it'll be a very swift and quick just sign on the dotted line. Here's a lot of millions of dollars for a, a certain amount of time. And Kirk Cousins will be back. Hopefully for 20 years, I'd like to, at least. 20 years? I mean, I look, I'm not saying he's the franchise guy, but how nice would that be if we finally found a franchise guy, whether it's Kirk or even RG4, you know, <laughs> the, whoever we draft next. I want a franchise. I've wanted a franchise quarterback for 10 years. You know, Kirk is the next guy up. And right now things are working out a little bit. Um, I think in the last few weeks, you know, it's just positive signs. And that's what I'd like to see from this guy. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. He's breaking franchise records. Um, like we've said, it's tip, it's pretty much his rookie year. Um, 
he's played outstanding. He's thrown over 300 yards the last few games. Um, if he can keep that up, uh, it's, it's going to be, he's going to be successful and hopefully he's going to be successful for a long time at Redskins uniform. Imagine if in his first full season, he does take us to the playoffs. What does that say? I mean, it doesn't say much. And I'll say only because RG three did the same thing. It's about, I really do think like it says a lot. It does say a lot because it did say a lot about RG three back then. Unfortunately, injuries and figuring out that offense kind of, and pun intended, crippled him. Uh, But with Kirk Cousins, you know, you want to see you go to the playoffs in the first year. But the biggest thing is going to be because it's always that sophomore slump. And if we're going with this as his quote-unquote rookie year where it's his breakout year, he finally got a chance to start. Next year, you know, we don't want to see the Redskins because we are – the Redskins are – amazing at doing this, but going to the playoffs one year and then five and 11 in it the next year. So I'd like to see us do this and let's go 10 and six. Let's go 11 and five next year with Kirk Cousins leading the way. And then I'll be a lot more comfortable than I am now. Yeah, that would be outstanding, especially considering how weak the division is currently. Um, Dallas is going to have to start the quarterback search soon enough. Um, Philly, I think they're going to be searching as well. Eli's locked in and at the Giants, but they've got plenty more problems other than that. Um, so anyway, um, the Bills game, what was the best part of the game that you saw? Was it the passing game, the run game, the defense, the special teams? Uh, special teams, I mean, Crowder had a fumble, and right there and then it was like that. Luckily, that didn't hurt us. But it definitely changed momentum, even though we did get it back. I think it was like the next possession or the one after was the Deshaun Jackson bomb. But who, by the way, I'm going to say this, Deshaun Jackson played a hell of a game. I have nothing bad to say about him this week. And when I get to the Eagles prediction, I have more nice things to say about him. (laughs) Uh, But also special teams, that was that. Uh, The defense, I thought, played superb minus two straight possessions in the middle of the game where we had these two, like, just lapses in coverage and and protection. Just two bad back-to-back defensive stands. The rest of it was amazing. Our offense, I thought, looked incredible. And if our offense plays like that the last two weeks, we will be in the playoffs. I don't know if they could. And, you know, the way we played, we played very well, played very, very well. I don't know if we're up to true playoff caliber yet, even with being with the momentum and playing well, because the team to me is still a very seven and seven team, despite, you know, starting off a little slow and picking up speed towards the end. I think we've won three of our last five. Yeah. Which is really good. Better than what we've done Um, all year. I mean, it, better than what we've done all year. Yeah, I mean, it, but, it does feel like the team that we are, even if we do make the playoffs, that we're we're an easy first round out for somebody that's playing really well. Well, I won't say easy, but I don't feel like we're quite the caliber team, like you said, to make a deep run. Um, I don't think we're an easy way. We're, it's you know, a couple weeks ago, even two weeks ago, I would have told you if we happened to make the playoffs, it would be fifty-five nothing, no matter who we played. I'm now convinced that it'll be a game. It'll be an upset if we win. It'll be a game. There is not a chance in hell we make it past the second round. If we could even squeak out some fluke three pick six 
you know, victory, that that's how we win the game. There's no chance we make it two rounds. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And as far as the the Bills game goes, um, like you said, it seems like our defense just typically has a lapse in the middle of the game. It happened the last time we played Philly. We were up 13 nothing, and then they get these two long touchdowns, which Culliver was hopping around on one leg at the time. But, um, yeah, our, our defense kind of seems to do that. Uh, spectacular first half, spectacular end of the game. Um, the offense looked fantastic. They go as Kirk goes because the run game, you know, is not really going to go. It, 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 it goes randomly. And it is very random, and I thought we did a decent job sticking with it, but it still didn't produce. I mean, you look at the numbers, they were not bad, but that's because Alfred Morris had some crazy 50-yard run at the end of the half, which still got us no points. Otherwise, it was one of those, like, 25 carries for 50-yard games with all of our running backs. So, I mean, definitely, and if you if you know, and I'm not saying you, but if anyone knows anything about the Philadelphia Eagles, they have the one of the worst run defenses in football. We need to get Alfred Morris going in that game because if we get Alfred Morris going and Kirk Cousins is playing the way Kirk Cousins has been playing, there is no way we lose that game. Yeah, the, the um, Eagles' run defense looks spectacular against us the first time we played them. Um, I'm hoping this time <laughs> we can make them pay. Like you said, they've been shredded lately. That is one thing yeah. I noticed about them, and I, ha- I have high hopes that we can take advantage of all their weaknesses. Um, as far as the play with Crowder, um, did that play not make you almost say we're going to lose this game now? Like, well, that's, that's what I, that's what I was saying. Like, we had all the. Well, I think we were fourteen nothing at that time, possibly twenty one. I think maybe twenty one. Whatever it was, you know, because the Redskins also not the most confident team to put we're terrible at putting teams away which once again uh we ended up distancing ourselves at the very end but there was a chance in that game you know you're up 21 nothing at halftime and then all of a sudden before you know it it was tw- I guess it was 28 to 3 when it happened it was 28 3 and like a second later 28 17 and I think the Bills got the ball again you're going well if they score here you know it's going down to the fourth quarter one possession game again and it's things like the Crowder fumble where all you, you're getting, it's, it's either, uh, I, I want to say it was 14. Maybe. We hit the ball on the 50 yard line on a punt. We just sacked Taylor. You know, the, all the, we have 100% of the momentum. Almost in the end fumbles, zone. <laughs> yes. And then fumbles the ball and they have the ball on the 50 and they got down to the three yard line on that. And that's the one they didn't put. They didn't put it in or try to kick a field goal, which I thought was stupid. Right. Because you needed some kind of momentum, and that killed them. And that kind of what won us the game was Rex Ryan's decision. But it's these momentum swings. It's it's the it's the Crowder fumbling that ball. You know, I agree. It was like, well, here we go. Like, how is this going to disintegrate yeah. for our eyes? When, when's the last time you remember a team that you had somewhat faith in when the other team had the ball first and goal from the two-yard line? I felt like I was sitting there going, we can make this stop. We've done it. We've done it this year. We can do it yeah. again. And sure enough, they did it. I'm, I'm proud you, of them. 2005, 10 years ago, with the Sean Taylor and LeVar Arrington defense, was the one that you said, well, go ahead. Give him first and goal at the one because they're definitely not scoring a touchdown. And this team of the Joe Barry's just ragtime crew comes on in. Guys I've never even heard of before 
the season started, who are starting for us, and we look just as good as 10 years ago, that defense. At times, that defense 10 years ago was good four quarters. Our defense now is good for three quarters. Yeah, all but the third quarter, pretty much, it seems like. Uh, ever, occasionally the fourth quarter. Um, what are your grades for the Bills game? What would you give the offense, defense, special teams, and your boy Kirk Cousins, who, by boy, the way, Kirk. ordered his shirt the other day? <laughs> Very nice. Uh, okay, so we'll start with special teams. They had the fumble. I don't really remember them doing much else. Uh, everything else is kind of average. So I'm giving them the good old D- minus for being inept again. <laughs> That's the worst I'm going to get with this game. I thought the defense played a very solid... I'm going to go with B+. I don't believe we had a turnover today, or today, last week. Uh, but we did have five sacks, and besides those two possessions of 50-plus-yard touchdowns by the Bills, the defense played phenomenal. It was just those 250-plus yards and the no takeaways. B-plus, very respectable. Offense and, let me say this, the offense with Pro Bowler, as of today, Trent Williams, uh, who's been amazing all year long. The offense and Kirk Cousins, A-plus. Very nice. I like it. Um, yeah, this is Trent Williams' fourth straight Pro Bowl selection. Um, as of now, Reed and Kerrigan are the alternates. Um, we should talk about maybe if anybody else got snubbed here in a minute. But um, for my grades, uh, I also I give the offense an A, and uh, I give Kirk Cousins an A+. He was spectacular, 23-28, 319 yards, four touchdowns, and a, once again a rushing touchdown. Um, he got me 53 points against Eddie in fantasy, but it wasn't quite enough because the dirty mop headed guy that I won't mention his name should have been ejected before his touchdown and I should have won. But anyway, um, I'm glad he's suspended and, uh, and, and we're glad he's suspended for the Vikings game and not the Eagles game. I was going to say that, uh, we'll talk, talk <laughs> about those playoff scenarios in a minute because that will come into play. Um, and, Defense, uh, I, I give them a B. Like you said, uh, they had the, the just the lapses in the middle of the game and no takeaways. Um, they a lot of the time Tyrod scrambled and gashed us a little bit, but we kept McCoy in check pretty well and uh, even hurt him <laughs> until he broke his leg. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm proud of them for that goal line stand. I really am. Um, and special teams, uh, I mean, the Crowder play was really the only thing that stands out. So I'll say a C. Uh, for special teams, uh, as far as the playoff scenarios go, we win Saturday. We're in. If we happen to lose week 17, we have to beat Dallas and the Giants have to beat the Eagles. Um, so I would rather just win Saturday and leave it in our own hands. Um, Eagles get in like that. Like I said, if they win both games and, uh, Giants have to lose one, um, which I guess would be to the Eagles. And if we lose both games, uh, the Giants can win both and get in. So we have, which is kind of crazy. We're, yeah, exactly. We're sitting in the best seat right now. Let's just win Saturday. I'm going to keep saying that. Uh, we have, and the funny thing is, I always look at playoff scenarios every year. Just I'm, I'm almost as big as, as a football fan than I am a Redskins fan. And I pay attention to this very much every year. 
And the, the playoff scenario sometimes gets so intricate and crazy where it gets even gets down to like so-and-so team has to win by 31 points while this team loses and this team ties. The Redskins have the most simple playoff scenario of all time because it, it is division. And it's the, like just the win and you're in, you know, and and even the one that goes beyond with is the loss and then the win and the loss. So simple, it's easy to follow. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun, hopefully a fun week or two of football leading up to the playoffs. From a personal standpoint, yes. Because if we, I'm saying, if we can beat the Eagles, if we can beat the Eagles in Philadelphia, that will be so just oh, that'll be so great. It'll be on so many. It'll levels. be a weight off our shoulders. But then you know, on week 17, we're going to be going just as nuts if. We're playing because we're playing the Cowboys. It doesn't matter if we're in or if we're not. We're we're going to want that game just as bad as anything. Well, you know, you know. So here's here's a bold prediction of mine that has nothing to do with the playoffs or or winning and losing. I guess a little bit of winning. My bold prediction, and we'll, and this will kind of hint where I'm going with the. Actually, I'm going to save this bold prediction to after we do the bold prediction for the. Next week's Philadelphia game. All right, that sounds good. I have two of them. And you, you know what? You know what I like. That's that's pretty bold a lot of the time. What's that? A good poem. Once again, it's poem time with Marcus B. Hazelnut. The fight was quite furious. The wild beast had attacked, but at the end of the battle, the buffalo had been sacked, and the great Indian warrior looked at his next fight, for it was the eagle who had just taken flight, and with his tomahawk raised, he charged at the bird. This was the Battle of the East, a story that needs to be heard. Pretty nice. You know what I do. Thank you. Again. You know what I do like about um, everything, as far as you say, the Eagles take took flight in your poem. They they uh, crash landed against the Cardinals, so they have no they, well, that's, no momentum. That bird was a lot better than their bird. Exactly. They have no momentum going into our game, and uh, we have all the momentum. So I hope we keep that. They up. don't, but but Max, you have to remember they the Eagles were basically Thanksgiving dinner going into New England. And then for some reason, I understand New England was also just this mess of a team at that point. But the Eagles had lost, what, three 50-point games in a row? And then go to New England and said, ah, guess what? We just beat the Patriots. So I, I do feel like the, the Eagles, and what scares me a little bit is they have a little bit of fight in them. But if you can stress out Sam Bradford enough... Things go very badly for them. Exactly. They're already talking crap, so uh, we've got some bulletin board material. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Well, another thing that's went to crap is apparently Clinton Portis's wallet, so we need to get our wallet straight and make sure we don't get in that same boat with some commercials. This is co-host of Hog in the Mic, Max Bacon. You heard right, my name's Bacon, and you've also heard that bacon goes good on everything, right? So you know my opinion's valid. I'm here to tell you about Home Team Scouts. Home Team Scouts is a site that's here for anyone and everyone who's ever wanted to be an NFL scout and those who enjoy the fun challenge of NFL fantasy predictions and simulators. Go like their page on Facebook.
follow them on Twitter. Sign up on their website, participate in the discussions. I promise you won't be let down. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bard Cage, yeah. Retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slamming action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBardCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! Max Bacon's Six Sizzling Keys to Victory. Holy, Holy cow. cow! Oh, Eddie Eddie just texted me and it says, Holy cow. <laughs> oh, man. I guess he's alive. He might, I guess he's alive. He, he's peeping in on one of our houses and seeing what's going on. He is. Actually, he texted me again. All it says is, I was wrong about Kirk Cousins. A plus grade. I just got one too. Okay. It says stay medium. Nah, yes, that's that's probably actually Eddie true. Crockpot Jenkins. He can stay medium all season and burn whatever he wants to burn. <laughs> you know what I don't like burnt though is bacon. Six sizzling keys the bacon. All right. So for number one, I have I I kind of looked back at the last game and got some ideas for this game. Um, number one. That's cheating. <laughs> that's true. Um, I said we need to score touchdowns early and often. Um, the first game we started out driving, driving, driving. We kicked a lot of field goals once we got to the red zone. So we really need to score and we need to take their crowd out early because they have a pretty nasty crowd there that wants to see their team go to the playoffs instead of us. I was going to say, and you're correct about this. The games the Redskins have won this year for the at least like 80% of them, we've had these immediate 14, 17, 21-point leads, and at some point we almost lose them. And then the games we lose are the ones we don't have those leads, and the other team does just as much damage at some point. So we going up early is very key, and I think a maybe a side piece of bacon would be the crowd itself because the Philadelphia crowd, especially knowing – it's a divisional game, and they could still win the division with this win. You know, it's going to be a little rowdy there. They hate us. So if we can – and they don't like us one bit. If we can take them out with an early, like, big lead, that's that could put us, you know, in the driver's seat for the rest of the game. Totally, totally. Um, number two, um, we have to play defense in the second half, of course, the first half, but – we're we're keying on the second half here, and uh, we don't need to get burnt. That was the touchdowns they scored against us the first game. That is, and the Eagles always, always, last at least 10 years, have been known for having these explosive offensive guys. They still have them. You know, the, the Eagles are built on speed, even if it hasn't been working out because Chip Kelly ruined that team from within. But you see that they have, like, even guys like Aguilar, uh, a rookie that's just known for his speed and his hands, that's enough that could put us 14 nothing down in a heartbeat. So, yeah, keep keep the fast guys like we did against the Bills. Keep them in check. Absolutely. I think we can do it. Uh, our defense is seeming to be up for the task lately. Um, number three, I want to, like you mentioned earlier in the show, put some pressure on Sam Bradford. 
he is one of those quarterbacks that if you make uncomfortable, he makes mistakes. And, uh, you know, you saw the final drive, or, well, it wasn't even a drive that they had of the last game where we sack, sack, sacked him. Why, why not do that again? Let's put pressure on him the whole game. Let's not just save it for the end. I agree. Sam Bradford is a quarterback that if you rush him, just the game's over. He can't, he can't do anything on the fly. He cannot, he's not a running quarterback at all. So, uh, you put pressure on him and, and good things will happen. Absolutely. Um, number four, uh, we need to run the ball. Uh, we struggled the first time running the ball, but, uh, this time around, let's take advantage of that weak run defense and give Kirk some, a run game to work with. Um, I, I think this game, Alfred Morris, I know it's probably not going to happen because it's not been a thing this year, but Alfred Morris should touch the ball 25 times. If I think that happens, I think we win the game. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't abandon it if the first three or four rushes don't go your way. You, you have to keep pounding because, like, like you saw again against Buffalo, he is one of those running backs that can break one. He he makes game-changing plays. You just have to keep giving him the chance. And if we if we start handing the ball off that much and it's working, do you, guess who's going to have at least two deep touchdowns? And that's your boy and not mine, Deshaun Jackson. D-Jucks. Hey, he had a great game last game. I hope uh, – oh, he, did, he did have a good game. I hope he wants to do it this time. I mean, uh, he didn't get to make them pay uh, the first time around, so he's going to be fired up this time. This is this is the game. This week 16 is the game he signed on to be on the Redskins for. You're right. When he signed – he didn't expect us to be the bad, and he expected to beat the Eagles. And if he's given the opportunity to beat the Eagles at Philadelphia, I I, I expect good things out of him. I think so too. Uh, he he will love every bit of it. And they asked him in the media. They said, you know, how are you feeling? Are you excited about this game? He said, I'm not going to give you any quote bulletin board material. I'm just going to say I'm excited. So that's that's. That's a first, and I'll take <laughs> I'll it. I'll take it. Number five on the six sizzling keys to victory, we need to win a turnover battle against them and make them pay. Like you said last time, quote, pot, points off turnovers. Pot. We don't smoke enough pot, Max. <laughs> Hopefully we don't smoke any because, uh, you know, where that got Bashad Breeland. Um, <laughs> that would be terrible. Uh Anyway, number six, we want to keep the momentum going into the playoffs. Yeah, well, like I said, okay, let's let's cut back the fat on number six. Let's keep the momentum going into week seventeen. True. Yeah, we we need we let's need to beat this, Dallas. Let's take this one week at a time. One week at a time. I'm with you, but otherwise we win. Otherwise, I reveal. Yeah, I was gonna say otherwise I reveal that I bought Super Bowl tickets already <laughs> with the Redskins logo on it. <laughs> Uh, so, um, with all that being said, uh, we need to get our predictions out there. I do believe what we do is your prediction. Vegas currently says that we are a three point underdog and the over under is 47 and a half. What do you think? I'll tell you, we've been, we've been the underdog a lot and we've been winning a lot. I like the underdog again. 
I uh, three points means they they think we're just as good as the Eagles or vice versa. But I'll take it. You know, we're not expected to win based on Vegas odds. Let's let's prove them wrong. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like playing as the underdog, like you said. Um, I don't honestly, I guess, because it's at their place is why we are. Uh, the way things have been going for us lately and going for them, I don't really completely understand why we're the underdog, but I'll take it because if it's a win, I'll take it's a it win. Too. <laughs> so what's your nope. score prediction? All right, so let me go through the whole the whole bold prediction scenario here. All right. Bold prediction number one. Deshaun Jackson has not one, not two, but three touchdown receptions this coming game. The final score, the Redskins 31, the Eagles 10. Nice. I really hope that happens. I do think Deshaun will be fired up, and he, I guarantee he has a touchdown. He, There's no way they're going to keep him out of the end zone. Hopefully three. I, I would definitely take that, but at least one. Three. I like it. Um, my prediction is I don't think that the Redskins ever make anything easy, and they don't. I think they don't. They don't. My prediction is definitely wrong because it's going down to triple overtime if there was a triple overtime in the NFL. <laughs> exactly, and they don't ever make our lives easy. So I feel like we're still going to be stressing, and we're going to be cheering for the Giants week 17. Ooh, I, Max. I, I see – the last game, it was at our place. They almost came back. We had an immaculate game-winning drive. I don't know if we can do it again. I'm going to say, unfortunately, 24-22 Philadelphia. 22? How do we get 22? Because we're going to kick a lot of field goals. I'm going with a bold prediction for your score, 11 safeties. <laughs> God, that'd be... Well, good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> and terrible that we lost the game. Oh, man. But hold, Max, hold on, because my second bold prediction is this, based on my first one. My second bold prediction is the Washington Redskins beat the Dallas Cowboys in Week 17 with the starting quarterback, Colt McCoy. So you think... For the second year in a row. So you think if we win Saturday... That they're going to rest Cousins week seventeen? Is that what you're saying? I, 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 for for my funny bold prediction, yes. I actually, if we beat the Eagles, we're going to start all of our starters against the Cowboys. Yeah, I, we, I we, think we're so. not a team that can that can rest. And if we rest them, we lose all our momentum. Exactly. I, I think we need to keep the momentum. I think we're a young team that needs every bit of game experience they can get. So uh, regardless of what happens, I think everybody plays week seventeen. And uh, I'm with you. I think next week, regardless of what happens this week, unless there's some huge injury pile that will beat Dallas as well. But we'll talk about that then. Yeah, we will. What what would uh, what do you think Eddie's prediction would be? Oh, oh, I'm going to tell you right now because it's not the Cowboys game. That's the game he predicted to win. Eddie Jenkins. I got a text from him right now. It says Eagles seventy one. Redskins, zero. Kirk Cousins, eight interceptions. Dang, Eddie, that's harsh. That is harsh, Eddie. That's You son that's of a bitch. Like below medium. That's like low. I mean, you're, you're like cooking on warm. <laughs> that is. That's almost, uh, that's almost rare. <laughs> well, it's been a, a fun one. It's been a shorter one since you and Eddie haven't been here to yell at each other. 
Um, that's what it is. Like we got along way too well. I had no, I had no tangents to go on. I didn't get upset. I, this was a very stress-free podcast. Well, D'Angelo Hall is the best safety in the NFL. God damn it! <laughs> that's it. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that will end episode 15. And hold on just a second. For Max. Hold on just a your second. host Max Bacon. Yeah, it's me. I'm your Eddie. other host. I've got Kenny my Alba. prediction right here for you. You can and say it's not something a good for one. me. I'm not Eddie. And it's not on purpose. Uh, uh, maybe it is. Uh, prosperity anyway, the Eagles, 27. Within the eye the of the beholder, in each of our hearts, we're going to have to hope forever. to do something next See, week. Uh, you like that? For them to go to the playoffs, keeping my fingers crossed, right, I hope cut. they do. If Kirk can keep playing as well as he has, oh, yeah, they will. If he doesn't, they won't. Because last week he played lights out and it was his best game all year. That being said, it's the end of episode 15 finally. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins. For your other host, Max Bacon, and your other host, Kenneth J. Paltrow, saying, hard work brings prosperity, playing around brings poverty. See ya. To contact Hog in the Mic, search for us and find us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hog in the Mic, or send us an email at hogginthemic at gmail.com.